Hey, this is Brandon Lucido, owner of the Lucido Real Estate Team. On our podcast, we talk about life events, real estate, and how to help and serve people. Catch our podcast every week for a new episode. You can find more information on us at thelucidoteam.com. On behalf of my team, thanks for tuning in. All right. Good morning. How is everybody? Great. Great. Good morning. Good to see everybody. Yes. Yes. Did everyone have a uh, good New Year's? Oh, very. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Anyone gain any weight from the holidays? Of course. Certainly. Yes. And still going. Les and I are actually planning our workout regimen starting this week to get back into the losing the the holiday pounds. Yeah. Reverse the curse. Yes. (laughs) Yep, good old standard New Year's resolution: get to the gym. Oh, uh, def- not not the gym for us. That's it's going to be too crowded with people who have that resolution and are doing some really weird stuff on the machines. We're just going to do garage workouts. Oh, uh, okay. So you guys more like the cave type? Yes. Yeah, we don't like people. I gotcha. I <laughs> which is a, which is funny because we're both good with people, but you just like to be alone in your gym yes. in your garage. Yeah, you don't have to wait for anybody to finish there weird sets that's true i don't like waiting when people like are on their phone and they've been on the bench for 10 minutes and yeah because yeah. like you're in you're in the groove and then you know like like you wait a little bit and all of a sudden your momentum's down yes but it'll be good though we're excited about it do you have mirrors on your walls in your garage Mm-mm. no no we so can't take the gym selfie, selfies there you're not flexing looking at yourself no okay that's cool we need to invest in mirrors in our garage, clearly. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, and some studio lights. Yes. Any, uh, I know, Wilson, you do some holiday runs or walks, anything like that coming up, or did that already pass? Yeah, that's pretty much passed. Uh, the turkey trot at Thanksgiving was my last race, a little eight-mile race. Um, did you trot all eight miles? I did. I did. It was. Nice. I had a good pace, and... Um, you know, I was able to breathe and function afterwards, so it was a great time. I do have a 10K coming up in March. I do this every year. The city of Dallas hosts a, a race down at the Margaret Hunt Hill Bridge, and um, looking forward to that 10K, six miles, and free beer afterwards. So definitely incentive. Yes. Big incentive. <laughs> so if you guys want to join me, just let me know. Okay. Uh, do you do you have any qualms against pulling somebody in a wagon behind you? Oh, I haven't done that, but uh, let me think about it. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I'd like to see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll bring a paddle so I can row at least and help out. That'll help. That'll help. Nice. Well, let's jump into it. Uh, we are in a new year. 2021 is under the belt, and we are in 2022. And uh, a lot happening. A lot uh, moving and shaking, and a lot of it looks just like 2021. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Bobby, you've got some stats for us today. It's the Pulse report that uh, us real estate agents have that kind of give a market overview and yeah. snapshot of what's going on and uh, how the market is uh, impacted. Yeah. Uh, so, which particular statistic uh, would you like to see first? Colin or... Uh, Dallas County, either one's fine. Uh, Colin, yeah, Colin's here. So, um, uh, pulling up year to date, um, it looks like the closed sales are down, uh, like right at two and a half percent. Um, listings are down just a little bit, uh, but I think 
it looks like looks like it's it's I mean it, it's going to go back up obviously but but uh we're right at for 2021 we've uh, Collin County closed right at 17,200 you know 200 or so houses 17,200 homes they closed countywide last year yeah wow does it give a comparison of of the previous year or just that year so uh uh, so that was 2021. 2020, uh, 17,900 houses. Okay. So more homes were closed the previous year than 2021. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about why that may be. Do you think it's, I think it's because of inventory. Sure. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. There's just not enough. I mean, houses are being sold so fast. I think also back then there was, there was, it was ramping up, mm-hmm. but not to the point that it was in 2021 in 2020 it was you know increasing but there was still to your point more inventory yep you could you know go into a neighborhood and, and choose now that has caught up you know the demand has you know obviously surpassed the supply i think that's why we're seeing that lower number mm-hmm. now two other statistics that i find really interesting and, and telling and they kind of go hand in hand one of them is days on market uh, 2021 median days on market is 20 days. Uh, 2020 is 48 days. Wow. See, uh, and then so half of it, the median sales price, 2020, 400,599. What would your, what would you guys guess for median sales price of 2021? Wait, what was 2020 again? Basically 400,000 even. Uh, I say 475. 474 492 oh yay almost 493 yeah wow it's almost half a million dollars yeah yeah i mean a ninety thousand dollars something increase like what eight percent no 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 that's 23 that's 20 yeah goodness yeah it's a lot of money wow that's a that's a big number that's a very large number Interesting. All right, Dallas County. Dallas County. Let's see here. So, closed sales um, in all of Dallas County is actually up seven point three percent from twenty twenty one to twenty twenty to twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty, there was twenty three thousand eight hundred so, or so uh, closed sales, and in twenty twenty one, twenty five thousand, twenty five and a half thousand. Let's see here. Same Medi- trend. Yeah. But it was up, though, you said. Yeah, it's up in 2021, whereas in Collin County, it was down mm-hmm. a couple of percent. But um, also interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 you know, it's opposite. Do you think that's due to the demand of people wanting to be in Collin County versus, you know, one thing to notate, though, about Dallas County versus Collin County is land, because there's not a lot of raw land in Dallas County as there is to, to Collin, you know, new developments, uh, being being built is just not not very prevalent in the Dallas area. I mean, it's it's been yeah. established for a long time, so you unless know, it's, it's ultra luxury, right, or high rise to your point, or mm-hmm. they're stacking up. I think that's got something to do with it. I think also the price range, because um, the median price range in Dallas is substantially lower than Collin County. What's the difference? Uh, so the twenty twenty one. Well, I'll start again with 2020. 2020 median price 
for twenty uh, for Dallas County was two sixty nine even, and in twenty twenty one it went up to three fifteen even. So wow, that's a lot lower than Collin County, which sounds a lot lower than what I would have thought, but. Yeah, but there's a lot more townhomes and duplexes mm-hmm. and high density, you know, compared to Collin County. Yeah. But the days on market is relatively the same. In 2020, it was uh, uh, 42 days on market average. Uh, 2021, 27 days on market average. That's an improvement. Yeah. Well, and, and to your point, Dallas is going to have a lot more like renovation stuff, but it's going to have. Just, just more, let um, less brand new builds. Mm-hmm. Just because there's not not as much space as in Collin County. Yeah, and again, we had talked about this on previous episodes, but the PGA coming, I think, is is you know a huge reason why people again are going up north. Mm-hmm. Um, an article came out, uh, I want to say a week ago, um, from the uh, mayor of Frisco stating that Salina is going to be the new Frisco. Again, not that, you know, that's surprising to to most people, but there's more and more press coming out just cementing what we have been saying for the past couple of years about Prosper and Salina and just the future growth of Collin County. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that golden corridor of the tollway. I have investors right now. I mean, I think about those old movies where, you know, in the Wild West where they'd line up all their horses and then everyone would have like a stake and a flag and they'd say go and they'd, you know, race over the prairie lands to go stake their, you know, acreage or whatever. And, um, you know, I've got investors that are just trying to get out there and just tie up land, sit on it. Mm-hmm. I believe it. It's a good play. Yeah, I think so. It's always a good idea to buy land. I know. Mm-hmm. And and buying in, in you know northern Collin County, that's very strategic. That's very smart. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you get enough with it, where you can get an ag exemption. I mean, your 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 annual you know operating costs aren't very high, right? Mm-hmm. So you either park it in a savings account that doesn't make anything, or you park it in land and let it appreciate. That's true. Which, based on these numbers, uh, I know what I'd rather do. I don't know. All you have to pay is your property taxes every year. I mean, that's a consideration. Yeah. yeah, but again, if you get those ag exemptions, it's it's a substantial mm-hmm. uh, relief savings. Yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, Wilson, Mister Financials. Oh well, let's talk about interest rates today, guys. Um, let's do it. So in December, the Fed got together and and uh, had a big meeting, and they just yeah, wah, wah. it was. Uh, I'm sure all those all those guys with their you know, white shirts got together and said, uh, let's see what we can do to the economy. So it's really too hot for them. You know, the economy is, is just running way too hot. And so the Fed got together and said, well, maybe this year, especially since inflation is coming in, and we'll talk about inflation here in a second, let's start backing these interest rates up to kind of slow things down. And so they got together and uh, they've uh, projected to raise them at least three times. I've heard other people say four times this year. And that's going to affect home buyers. Now, nobody knows how much they'll go up. Um, you know, the speculation is a quarter point every time, maybe a half point, uh, which means half a percentage. Um, Does your sheet show what we're floating around right now? 
I heard this morning it was um, it was still in the low twos, low two percent. Wow, that's not a mortgage rate, but that's a that's the cost of banks to borrow money. Okay, so prime. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're we're still low. So you know what happens? What are the conditions that happens uh, to get us here? Well, there's this this great thing called inflation. And what inflation is, it just means you lose your purchasing power over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, your dollar doesn't go as far as it, uh, it won't go as far as it does today. So if I'm keeping a dollar in my safe, just sitting there for 10 years, and we have inflation every, t- you know, every year of those 10 years span, it just keeps going down in value. It does. So if you think of buying a loaf of bread, mm-hmm. and let's say there's 25 slices in there, a month from now, two months from now, you may only buy 23 slices. You know, gotcha. Your, mm-hmm. your dollar, you're still spending the whole dollar, but you're getting less product. And this affects everything. It affects food. It affects furniture, apparel, transportation, and, and even toys. So it affects everything. Yeah. So what are the things that causes inflation? Um Really, it's consumer demand. We're seeing it here in the home market here in North Texas. It's rising consumer demand. Um, but uh, it's also economic conditions like limited oil production and supply chain problems. So we know there are supply chain problems going on right now. It's getting better, but we've had to deal with that in 2021. Yeah, I see on the news right now, um, they're saying 160% increase in um, freight and train transportation theft. Oh yeah, from yeah, uh, from just the rail cars, you know, taking all the packages to the to the hubs. And then, I mean, I'm sure all of us at some point has seen some aerial footage of all the freight liners out in the ports, just mm-hmm. yeah. stuck, just waiting. sitting at yeah, sitting in the ocean, waiting. And then you know they get interviewed, and everyone's pointing a finger at you know, oh, it's the shipping, oh, it's the manufacturer, oh, it's the port owner, and you know. Yeah. No one's taking responsibility, but nonetheless, the result is just all bottlenecked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be the main problem is um, employment. Mm-hmm. We, we need to fill those seats. We need to fill those those positions. Um, it's hard to get a trucker's license nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, it's expensive, but it's also a, a long process. So yeah. there's fewer and fewer people doing that. Um, the good thing is inflation's not permanent. It's temporary. So... Um, even as prices are rising very quickly, they may not keep rising. So that's a good thing. Yep. So, of course, inflation is very bad. Um, but, uh, you know, it also, inflation can lead to wage growth. So people going to their nine-to-five jobs can see higher salaries. Hmm. So that's one good thing that, that comes from inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it affects the poor quite a bit so the folks like down in dallas where we see that you know the price range in the three hundred thousand um, dollars that that could start now heading downhill you know the mm. people that are buying those homes that are they're that needing to live in them not investors but that need to live in them mm-hmm. that that could affect demand for that size of a house interesting yeah um does it affect the stock market absolutely you know sure. as of this morning we were down over 500 points in, on the dow jones and um so yes inflation does affect stocks and um you know be careful be sure and hedge against anything low i know this isn't a financial uh, podcast but um just watch your investments that are out there and, and um if you need to make some moves make some moves yeah i buy gold 
with Roslyn <laughs> Capital. I'm Lou Devane. Isn't that that guy's name? That's what he does, Roslyn Capital. Sounds like it. I yeah. think so. That's why I buy gold with the American symbol on it. American yeah. Eagle. I think that's what's on there. So here's screech in the background. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the year we can probably see interest rates being about two percent higher. So okay. a lot of mortgage rates are, are you know hanging around the three, three and a quarter. You could see it could creep into the five percent area. Huh. Wow. So that's that's the projection from most experts today. So what's interesting is I've been doing this for almost uh I have to look at my license a lot. I think it's ten or eleven years. And the highest I've ever seen in the business was like four seven five. Wow. I know they've gotten way above that uh, historically, but I mean, you know, for over a decade to stay under that six percent ceiling, that's pretty impressive. Sure. Okay. And you know, I know as we see rates come up into the fours, you know, even to your point, let's say they teeter on the fives, that's still cheap. Think about that. You know, you go to a yeah. bank and, you know, let's say you only put, let's, in this scenario, it's a, it's a conventional loan and you put down 5%. You know, someone's going to loan you hundreds of thousands of dollars and your only skin of the game is 5% at a 5% rate. That's, that's a, there's a lot of trust there. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And you talk to baby boomers um, and they were, they were pleased to be able to buy a house at 12%. Yeah. Back in the 70s. It, mm-hmm. They were pleased. They were happy with that. So, you know, the last generation has seen nothing but low interest rates. So it's it's going to be a shock to, to quite a few people. I yeah. Think. And we had uh, talked sure. about this prior. It is going to be a shock, but I believe just because the demand and the, the shortage of supply, that mm-hmm. shock is, is going to wear off a lot quicker mm-hmm. than what we're accustomed to seeing. Yeah, I think a lot of folks are just going to have the mindset of, well, we still need a place and there's still very limited demand, so it yeah. is what it is. And to your point, Wilson, you know, when rate uh, interest rates do go up, uh, set aside from inflation and other factors, uh, it does impact your purchase power. So that's another thing. And if you want more information on that, your lender can advise you on, on what that looks like. But long story short, as interest rates go up, the ability to you for you to afford a price point of X has now gone down. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you offset that by putting more money down. That's true. Mm-hmm. So we're probably going to see maybe people putting more money down to try to achieve that higher price point. Because let's let's be candid here: those pr- the price points aren't going down. If it, even if it, I mean I don't foresee them going down, even if interest you know does peak up. Yeah. Um, they're just. I mean, Everything we've seen has not has not pulled back. Yeah, we'll so. see over time. You know, it, it's a fluid market, and um, there's a lot of moving parts. So we'll we'll see over time. But I, I think you're right, Brandon. It's uh, this is the new norm. Yeah, and and again, it's it's okay, right? I mean, the market's not going to be always the same. It's always going to be shifting. It's always going to be changing, and you know that's that's the life cycle of real estate. Yeah, it's cyclical. Mm-hmm. So I think the one of the most important lessons we can take from today is let's get out there and let's start looking at houses before these interest rates go up. Sure. It will save you money the quicker you act. Yeah. That's right. Be proactive. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we're we're here to, to get you guys out there and, and show you houses and, and get you in your forever home. Yeah, definitely. And, well, yeah. Yeah, and someone asked, you know, when's a good time to 
to go looking to buy now. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, get your coat on. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, last topic uh, of the day, uh, inventory. And uh, we kind of had touch base on this. If, if anything has changed uh, that we've seen so far this, you know, this month of the new year compared to, let's say, January of last year. Um, you know, typically in a, again, I don't like the word nor- normal market, but in a standard uh, market where we don't have as many reloads coming in or huge, you know, big national PGA developments, just your standard growth. Yeah. Um, typically we see the first quarter and second quarter of the years when inventory ramps back up, mm-hmm. you know, following the holidays, people are like, all right, it's January. Let's put our houses back on the market. Yeah. Let's get that going now. The holidays are over. And so that's, you know, we usually see that. Uh, I have not this year so yeah. far. It's still like it's been last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that just proves you that everything is still going under contract. Yeah. I mean, so many of the properties that I'm, I'm seeing for some of the folks I'm looking for in the neighborhoods that they're searching you know, we I know we discussed the the huge drop in days on market. It seems as if a house that's in pretty good condition, needing very very minor work, uh, you know, like like maybe a sheetrock patch here and there, or something like that. Average days that I'm seeing in uh, like like the the Little Elm, Frisco, and, and and those types of areas are you know four or five days on the market. And so, yeah, it might look like inventory is low, but it's just everything's moving so fast. It's it's almost like it's pending almost immediately after it comes on the market. So you have to be looking every single day to really see how much is coming on. Do you guys think the quality of the inventory has gone down? Oh, great question. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean by that is not a house, maybe a house that needs a little foundation work or needs some of that drywall repair or, you know, it's got a little hickey on it. I think uh, yes and no. I think a lot of people are, um, if they're even bothering to put lipstick on the house, they're just lipsticking it rather than fixing the underlying issues, at least in, in stuff that I've personally seen. Okay. Uh, or they're just not even bothering doing that. They're just saying, eh, someone's going to come along and, and, and need this rather than want it. So, so that's the seller's point of view. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think, you know, what I would say are deal breakers in a deal for the buyers, you know, whether the foundation needs tons of work and the sellers haven't done it or if they have, they don't have a transferable warranty. Mm -hmm. Um, or if it needs, you know, new AC, like the big meat and potatoes, the thing Mm -hmm. that costs a lot in the home, if those have been neglected, you know, I'm still on the fence about that. Mm -hmm. But other than that, if it's cosmetic, you know, windows are always a big conversation that Mm -hmm. we, that we, um, we have to work through. Other than that, every every buyer I've been with can look past everything else. Mm-hmm. Which prior to that, there were more conversations of, "Hey, it's just cosmetic," or like, "Hey, don't you know? I wouldn't lose a deal over a couple windows being broken, or you know, yes, this needs some TLC." Um, you know, and during those moments, those buyers actually might back out because mm-hmm. they just don't want to fool with it, or they don't want to have to, to go down that journey or there's 20 other homes they can go look at and they don't have to do anything to it. And so they're just going to write this one off. Yeah. yeah. 
I was looking at a house for a client last week and the house needed foundation work, but the seller had gotten a bid. It's only $5,000. I knew the foundation. I know the foundation company. And I told my client, this is just going to be part of the cost of buying this house. Mm-hmm. You go in, you know, it's a couple of days for them to fix this foundation. Then you're ready to go in. I said, we're not going to find pristine, perfect houses in your price range. Yeah. And, yeah. and I just lay it out. I just say, here's what you're going to pay. This is just part of it. Yeah. And no one's going to be upset for you giving them the truth. No. And setting those yeah. expectations. No. I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to gloss over it. I'm going to be honest and tell them this is what it is. Well, and, and to that point, they would much rather hear that the very first time you all talk mm-hmm. rather than going and see a bunch of houses and thinking, man, well, what I can afford is not at all what I thought that I could afford. So right. Set that expectation immediately. Yep. Yeah. Good point. That way, you know, they're prepared. Mm-hmm. I had to do that last week. So they gave me a budget and I just had to flat out tell them it's just not going to happen. Oh, yeah. Well, because a lot of the times people who are finally making the decision, okay, yeah, I think I'm going to jump in, jump into this and, and actually purchase a house now. They're going through it having been peeking at stuff over the last couple of years. Well, as we've seen, especially in Collin County, $100,000 increase almost. Mm-hmm. So they, what they've been looking at, they can't afford anymore. Mm-hmm. Funny story, but true. Um, I was talking to a, a local North Texas home builder, and we were talking about the price of raw land. Mm. And he said, man, you know, a decade ago, I thought, oh, if, if raw land ever sells for $25,000 an acre, that's got to be it. <laughs> it won't go any higher. And I'm looking at hundred dollars to $150,000 an acre. Yeah. 50 miles outside of Dallas. Oh, I believe it. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. buying it too. We're buying it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I see more and more inventory in raw land coming like as a hundred acres. You know, big, big sections, big yeah. plots where they're trying to sell them to developers. You know, families are breaking this up, mm-hmm. looking at a to cash out and and take their money to the bank. Oh yeah. And um buy and Builders are buying these these plots up, these these big big sections of land up. And it's funny how the larger of a plot of land that you've got, the it, it seems like the more per acre you get for it. That it, it, it's a strange stat, but yeah, I've yeah. seen that too. Yeah, it's it's crazy right now in a good way. It's busy, yeah. but mm-hmm. um, it's exciting. Yep, to see. Uh, but the takeaways from this are if you're getting out in the marketplace this year, um, you don't just go out. You meet with the real estate agent. You get a game plan together. Mm-hmm. Get prepared. Uh, make sure you financially are approved. Um, there's no time to wait for that. Right. Uh, we need to have your budget figured out, and that budget will dictate the areas that uh, you can search in. And you know if you're not liking what you're seeing, then we can either change the areas or we can change the budget. Right. Those are the two yeah. sliders that we can adjust. Um, Absolutely. But nonetheless, you know, getting in real estate right now in Collin, Denton, Dallas County uh, is a very strong, uh, to some degree, safe bet. We have substantial growth. Yeah. Every indicator that we've seen so far in, the, in almost the first 30 days of this year is uh, identical to last year. 
and other than rates potentially increasing, money's still cheap. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And even looking back, like at, at all of uh, North Texas real estate, uh, back to 2008, even uh, in 08 and 09 and in 2010, when the when the market was uh, down, mm-hmm. uh, the prices still went up. Like, like the lowest prices still seem to have gone up a little bit each year. It's like even when the market is down here, it's still it, it's it's not like you're losing money if you buy real estate true it like. it's a good investment yeah the best investment yeah sure all right guys well that wraps it up for the first episode of this year Yay! and uh we will see everyone next week awesome i hope you enjoyed the discussion today click on the subscribe link to catch our next episode If you or anyone you know has any real estate needs, you can find more information on us at thelacidoteam.com. On behalf of my team, thanks for tuning in.